Mac Football Pod. Justin, guess what, man? We made it to week one. We made it to actual football season. Most unbelievable time of the year, Alex. It's remember in college, like looking forward to football season, and we just got to focus on position previews, position previews, position previews, and actually got to talk about football all summer. And like getting to talk about football was sometimes a little annoying. Like there was almost a little much of it at some points. And nowadays, you know, I, I not enough, not enough of that, not enough of that coverage this summer. And so being able to talk about like, oh, uh, receiver at, at whatever school, like it's, it's, it's a very new conversation that we're having, uh, but we're doing it as the season starts. You know what I mean? Because we're just talking about TV contracts all summer. I know. TV contracts, realignments, transfers. Talk people with Dion. serious faces talking about like should Stanford be in the ACC? Do do does everybody understand how dumb it is? All of this. That is the worst one. So bad. Like when you think of far reaching national brands for college conferences and you're just like drawing up the, the dumbest versions. Uh, something that we actually did once upon a hustle belt, if you remember. And at no in no way, shape, or form should Stanford and Clemson be a conference game. And I saw a draw up of, you know, the the remains of the Pac two plus Mountain West plus American or something like that. And I'm like, why would Oregon State and Temple be a conference game and that be America that we're cool with living with? Like, that's that doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. No, it doesn't. Um, and I think everybody always focuses on, like, the travel and things like that. And they're like, oh, well, the NFL travels and, and all that. Like, this isn't actually that big of a deal. These teams can do it. But I think that there is, like... We should definitely move on to, to something else after this, but like, there's always this piece of like, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for some one of us to talk about. Curtis you're Rourke. not, you're not gonna like what this looks like when it's minor league football, mm-hmm. like the minor league NFL or whatever, whatever they'll end up calling it loosely or whatever. You're just not gonna like the way it looks. Like, you don't want these teams traveling across country to play each other with no natural rivalries left anymore and all that stuff. It's going to suck. But um, speaking of a very entertaining game where two teams with no affiliation from across the country came together in the spirit of Week Zero and gave us a, a pretty decent G5 game. Pretty decent the Ohio for Bobcats. A yeah. Pretty decent first quarter, right? Yeah, first quarter was very entertaining. Um, feels like Ohio could have done more with it. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think they left it on the table. They were good enough to win that game even without Curtis Rook. But the headline, if you haven't heard, is Curtis Rook is hurt. Yeah. Uh, as of the time of this recording, what is it, Tuesday night, August 29th? Do we yet know what is wrong with Curtis? Uh, nope. Nope, I haven't heard anything. Uh, post-game interview, Tim Melvin was asked, um, I forget the reporter's name, but was asked directly, like, is it a leg? Which is the natural question you ask because his leg obviously is what cost him the the end of the season last year. Um, the answer was pretty much a straight up no, right? That it's not a leg injury. 
he, he kind of danced around it. Uh, and then like, there was all, I, there was also a question of, was it like something with a neck? And, uh, he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. Uh, so it could be, uh, one of many things. Uh, the other, you know, it, it's, un, it's unfortunate cause this is compounded with, you know, the Ohio in real time, the, the team that we actually should care about, of course, is suffering with that. Uh, at the same time, his brother made like the NFL play of the year in the preseason and, uh, was, was waived, was waived. I thought Jacksonville was trying to get serious, but no, they waived him. Uh, so uh, both Rourke, both Rourke brothers are just like going through it at this time. I don't like it. Very it's tough weekend good. for the Rourkes. Mm-hmm. On Canada Day, um, no less. I don't like either. I don't. I don't know if it's Canada Day. I'm just saying that. Canada Day is July first. I don't care. It's Canada Day every day. What are your takeaways from this game? I, I have a few, but I, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, Ohio, obviously, uh, not as much of a runaway for the division, um, that this is going to be shaping up to be like, Ohio is not the best. It's not, it's not off to its best start. If it was like one of the best, you know, Mac East teams that, uh, these pair of eyes have ever seen in real time, then it would have definitely handled this San Diego state team. Uh, San Diego State, very respectable, good team. Um, I, I don't think it played, you know, a, a crazy level of football that, you know, even the better MAC teams couldn't have handled. Obviously, things went super, super south when we went from Rourke to Harris, but it's not that that was the best version of Rourke we saw out the gates to begin with either, and that's not something we anticipated. I think we just assumed my and maybe i'm just speaking for myself i assumed that it'd be a 100 percent, you know as good as yesterday version of rourke that we were going to see out the gates and that just wasn't it um and ohio knows a lot more about rourke's health than we do on this on this podcast so i'm thinking more pessimistically about ohio's situation having seen the quarterback play be as bad as it was for Harris, right? Uh, as potentially dangerous for Rourke and unproductive out of the offensive line. They they lost a lot of arm battles up front, a lot of arm wrestling competitions up front. They did not do well against San Diego State. Maybe they'll do well in the max stretch, but I don't know. Not a good showing in week zero for Ohio. Yep, the max schedule uh Heals all wounds. Um, but I, outside of the offensive line, the right side of the offensive line was it had a bad day. Um, if you go back and watch the game, it was it was very much yeah, I would I don't know if I would describe anything that San Diego State was doing as exotic, uh, but they were bringing an extra hat on the right side of that offensive line. And there were on consecutive plays. Um, the play that Curtis Rourke gets hurt, the very next offensive snap from Ohio is a clean rusher in on C.J. Harris. Um, C.J. Harris did not have a good game. To his credit, that's probably a lot of it, right? It just It's very difficult to play quarterback at that level while there are you know giant humans bearing down on you unimpeded. 
that said, you can see the contrast between the two quarterbacks in that Curtis Rourke had what I think we both agree was like, didn't seem as electric to start the day as we expected. He was eight of 10 for 75 yards uh, and almost led the team on a touchdown drive on the first series. So he's still QB one if healthy. Um, I just, I hope he's all right. It would be a big bummer after the year he had last year and the expectations coming into this year to be lost in a game like that. But I can tell you right now, um, while I feel pretty optimistic about Ohio, because you got to feel okay about losing by a touchdown on the road with your backup quarterback. Um, you got to feel really, really good about the way the defense plays. You got to feel really, really good about Sam Wigless. Um, Miles Cross had a fantastic game, um, but none of this is going to matter if you're giving up free runners to the quarterback. Mm-mm. Because my concern right now, if I was Ohio or Ohio fan, is if Rourke's issues become long-term, are you going to make it to Mac play with your second string quarterback? Because Harris didn't throw any picks that were just necessarily errant throws. Yeah. Like he was getting hit. Sure. But I think there's shared blame in those interceptions. Yeah, and, and that's not to excuse them, but my point being is that, like, I'm sure he's a tough kid. How many of those hits can he take? Like, is like, are they going to be able to hold up through the non-conference schedule? Let me all right, let me let me ask you. All right, let, let's let's uh, all right, let's do this. On how many other MAC teams would CJ Harris be the starter for? Um, you don't have to. You don't have to say him, but you can just say a number. How many other teams would he be the starter for? Yep. Maybe I four? would say probably the definitely the bottom two teams in the Mac East. Maybe Akron. So that's we'll just call nah, it. Two. I don't know, man. Now DJ Irons is in the really division, athlete, dude. I, yeah, Irons I know. I just really I, I don't know how Joe Moore had planned to use CJ Harris. You never know. But so two for sure, I think. Although I'm sure Bowling Green's happy with the the transfer situation. Western Michigan for sure. Sorry, I know you told me I didn't have to name him, but I'm naming him Central Michigan probably. Um, maybe Ball State. But the, but none of these are runaways. I think we're like kind of thinking them, no. thinking them like. And like at least half of those that you listed off, like he'd at least have to find himself in like quarterback battles in camp to win that QB one job. None of these are like clearly his, you know, if he were like able to pick like his max school, like outside of Ohio to play for right now. I don't know, man. I, I want to be, I think he's incredibly talented. I think so too. I'm pretty high on him. I think so too, but I don't like seeing, you know, Upwards of twenty-five ish in incompletions with three turnovers, um, and again, again, like I'm just gonna say shared responsibility on each of those turnovers too. Um, I don't know, definitely a lot of potential in him. I, I definitely am. I want to be a believer in him, uh, West Bloomfield guy. You know, he definitely mm-hmm. knows how to play successful football. Uh, there's got to be a reason why. You know, Ohio could have gone after a JUCO quarterback you know, in December if it wanted to, right? But it didn't. It kept didn't the same need two to. quarterbacks. 
Yeah, it's a little disappointing that a guy like Harris, who who played a lot at the end of the season, and I think pretty well, um, really did Toledo game accepted, but like no well, quarterback well played times. well against Toledo. Well, well at times, like showed flashes, right? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I guess if there's cause for concern, again, I'm pretty optimistic about this result. If I'm an Ohio fan, I don't feel great that they let the game go. Like I think Tim Alvin probably should have went forward on fourth down on that opening drive after they, you know were able to march all the way down the field red zone play was right there the receiver just dropped it they could have just went right back to the play or something along those lines i liked the red zone work that they did um they had big receivers they had an opportunity they should have tried to score uh more points um they missed a field goal pretty a 31 yard field goal and they were playing with their backup quarterback you factor all that in turn the ball over three times you only lost by seven to a pretty stingy San Diego State team who mucks up every damn game they play in, I feel okay. But it is, yeah, a little bit concerning that you probably expected that you had a better backup quarterback situation coming into the year. Yeah. I might be a little bit spooked. But again, the schedule, it eases up in Mac play. It's like none of this might matter that's why i'm i'm less concerned about like what the play actually looks like and more like and you let guys tee off on your on, on your now backup quarterback for five six seven plays in a game and you've asked him to do 41 dropbacks just in this game hey man you, you got to play in the system though you can't you can't change the whole script just because one quarterback is out and you're gone. You're down to your QB two, who's been here and has already played in games. Like you can't. I totally agree. I just I'm 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 not an offensive line guru by any stretch, but they have to do something different um, in how they're protecting it, or they're not going to have any bodies to play quarterback. Right by week six, that would be my my chief concern right now. And that is a lot of minutes on the Ohio game. Uh, probably not going to do that many minutes on a single game every time a game's played, especially, you know, next week when we have week one games to look forward to, 12 games are going to be played. Um, we're not going to do 12 10-minute conversations on each. But you know what? I'm still excited to look, you know, to look at, at these games and, and look back at them when they happen and then look forward to week two. Oh, my God. It's the best time of year. It's the best time of year. Don't uh, rush me. Don't, don't the first four weeks of the season disappear so fast already. Don't don't get me thinking about anything beyond this week. How are you gonna bring in the the new year? What's what's your week one Friday, Saturday, Sunday plans? I uh, I'm actually gonna attend Western's home opener. There um, you go. Gonna drive over to Kalamazoo. I'm gonna hopefully watch them beat St. Francis. Not totally confident that they will. Um, will it be the first time uh, your son's going to watch his father cry? He, as of now, is not coming with, but he may come to the game. And crying is not what he would witness. <laughs> he, he would probably witness anger. Although I don't think that um, having seen the Lose to an FCS School at Home movie before, I don't think it can hurt me again. So, Well, you never know, but... At least you did get your christening in already. So I guess that makes sense. We got a cotton bowl out of the deal, so it's all good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely a good trade off. 
Yeah, if it, if it has to happen again every time Western wants to go to a, a New Year's Six Bowl, I will take it. You, we can take three FCS losses. I don't care. Uh, third co-host, Caleb, uh, what, what do you plan on doing this weekend? Oh, no, he's still not here. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Caleb, where are you at, man? He said he'd be here. He did. And we just exhausted all the Ohio Bobcats. Yeah, so he's not he's not allowed to, he's not allowed to talk about Ohio. Not that he wants to. Let's see. Uh are, are the Bengals doing anything good? We might as well say anything good about the Bengals right now before he gets on here. The Reds are still in a pennant race. I'm sure that's making him happy. Yeah, don't care. All right, moving on. Justin here is the list of games that uh, that I have listed uh, in my week one preview on ipsy11.com. We're, we're not going to preview all of these games. I'm just going to list these off. We can just have light conversations about each of these as much or as little as we want to. does not really matter. I think you and I did enough serious talk about you know our look-aheads towards these MAC teams and their seasons ahead uh, a week ago, two weeks ago over on Y11 audio, which thank you again for doing that. Uh, So we can just be a little bit more fast and loose with uh, the rest of these. We can take these as seriously or not seriously if we want to sound good. I love it. Uh, On my preview, the way I have it listed uh, games of interest through my perspective, uh, Buffalo at Wisconsin, Toledo at Illinois, Kent State at UCF, just because I need to see. I just need to see the first-year coaching staff. Uh, The Miami Bowl. Uh, Games that are played just to make a buck. Uh, Really don't have to watch it. You know, we're just in it for the paycheck. Includes CMU at Michigan State. Ball State at Kentucky. Uh, Two Maction versus FCS games. Ohio at Long Island. Best logo in sports. Uh, Aforementioned Western versus St. Francis. And three games that are in the respectively no thanks column NIU at Boston College, Akron at Temple, and Bowling Green at Liberty. I didn't include Eastern because, of course, I was already writing about the Eastern game, uh, but that would be included in the uh, Maction versus FCS category, of course. How dare you not have Akron and Temple as a game of interest? Dude, no. How dare you? Okay, sell me on a game that includes Temple. Because Akron could tech, Akron could win. Okay, that, that's I mean they're nine and a half point underdogs at this moment, which I feel like Temple should not be nine and a half point favorites over any team in FBS and a lot of teams in FCS. So uh, that game I'm very interested in. I'm a big believer in Akron being like a four win team. So I want to see it. I want to see it. Um, I will watch one of the other four wins. It's in the 2 PM window, man. Like, and it's on ESPN plus. So you don't really have to commit anything. Like my eyes to to that game. You could at least lend your ears to it. Um, Also, I know like the NIU Boston college game will be kind of a rock fight, but, um, I like that game because I think NIU has a shot, but perhaps you're a little bit lower on the Huskies than I am. Um, I just don't want to see it, man. 
Uh, SLS Boston College is bad. It's the whole Temple thing. Like, sell me on a game that involves Boston College, you know? Uh, but since you do bring up NIU, I do have to bring up the only player that matters, which is Rocky Lombardi, uh, who put in um, a really great tweet, which I will read after I admit uh, one Caleb Carter to the room. Uh, he has no idea that we're recording right now. Caleb, how are you doing? We're recording already. How are you? Oh, he's still connecting to audio. But his video is good. Oh, he does look good. Caleb, we're recording right now. How are you? Life is exhausting, you guys. What happened? Where Where do I start? <laughs> Aside from the my car breaking down on the Chicago Skyway, my bike got stolen, and putting up with the headaches that are freshman level football. Take your pick. Um. All right. Ah, uh, shoot. Which one do I want to pick? I want to pick freshman football. That seems like the most fun. That is the most fun for sure. Yeah, it's fine. Dealing with of all the fires you try to put out with like fourteen year old kids when it comes to like football, you, the most stressful thing shouldn't be the fact that the iPad you were trying to record a game on didn't work and you didn't find out till afterwards. Mm. So you have no game film. <laughs> Ugh. The modern version of the lens cap staying on. Uh, Caleb, we are recording right now. We're about 20 minutes in. Uh, here, let, let's recap you on what you missed. Um, I'm doing armpit farts right now. Love those. Armpit farts. Uh, this is the tweet that I was about to read. Uh, I was waiting for you to join, Caleb, uh, because we were talking about NIU at Boston College and how I don't think that's going to be a fun game to watch. Don't do it if you don't have to. Life's too short for that. There's so many more opportunities to watch both teams if you so choose. Why would you waste all your energy to do it right now if you don't have to? It's on the ACC network. You can't watch it anyway. <laughs> Rocky Lombardi's going to be on screen. And Caleb, you were talking about freshmen just a second ago. Rocky Lombardi includes freshmen in this tweet, which says, Today is my first day of 19th grade. Just to put that in perspective, I've officially been in the education system longer than some of my teammates have been alive. Happy Monday. I did see the other day that Hammock was like, I didn't know that Rocky was 25 years old. And I'm just like, he's been around the block. Isn't it adorable when 25-year-olds feel old? I started to feel old when my knee started cracking when I walked upstairs and that was like, 17 <laughs> <laughs> uh, like respectively um, like in in respect to being in football yeah he is uh he's old as hell though yeah college football especially i do love that rocky's been there this will be his third year there and people just keep forgetting that he's there, but when he's playing, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. Yeah, Curtis Rourke aside, like he's the guy. Now hold on, hold 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 on, wait. Aside because wait. he's sidelined. As yeah, aside, like you literally shut, aside. You shut, you shut both your mouths. 
Hey, I, I am. I'm just waiting for the x-ray results, just like the rest also, of us. Also, you know, I already said do additionally having the bad week and watching an Ohio offense without Rourke uh, was also a punishment. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. And, uh, did you have any thoughts to share? We've said I mean, our I, was, I, you know, can't get I can't get anything on TV, basically. So I went to local bar, managed to get FS1 on, watched most of it. Um, he didn't. So when I got there, I didn't I hadn't checked any stats or anything like that. And so he, he, uh, Harris was on the field and I'm like, did work not get cleared for game one? And I completely missed something somewhere along the lines like, nah, he's just hurt again. I'm like, cool. Do I end myself now or later? Like, do I have that seventh shot within the first hour or just do I space myself? Who knows? Any, any, all the options are on the table. I would have thought the offensive line play would have irritated you a little bit more than the quarterback play. It doesn't look good, right? Shouldn't no. be an issue of that much. The offensive line's supposed to be good in period. What I mean. The run game wasn't explosive because they didn't. I mean, there was no expectation that Harris could make something happen. The line started to kind of falter a little bit. As I have already mentioned, I was trying to make up for the fact that the reigning Mac offense player of the year was hurt and decided to try to uh, medicate that with uh, Bud Light and Jack and Coke. So I don't know if I had a good, uh, good, uh, handle on how poorly the offensive line may or may not have been playing. My brain initially heard that as you saying that Curtis Rourke was medicating his injury. Maybe, I mean, if he has to do that, look, we'll, we'll support him, whatever he needs. He's got it. He should be using Jackie O's. I would I could go for a Razweed. I feel like that would make my I've maybe I would stop falling almost to the floor in pain during the middle of the school day if I had Jackie O's Razweed. Yeah, my legs my legs are are failing me at age twenty nine. That's been the other thing is I've just been, I've been in a tremendous amount of pain for months and it's getting worse. And since I lost my car, I've been walking 10,000 more steps per day than I normally do. So that's great. It is great. We're happy for your exercise. We're not happy for the circumstance. Right. The, the whole, right. a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pain, Buffalo at Wisconsin, Toledo at Illinois, Kent state at UCF, Miami at Miami, uh, Heck, there, there's some some other P5 games to, to go through. Uh, CMU at Michigan State, Ball State at Kentucky. We already introduced these before you got on, Caleb. You're you're making me repeat myself here. Uh, if there's any take that you have on any of these games, please, please, Caleb, please say your piece. I do not feel particularly strongly in any way, shape, or form about the week full one slate of games um curious i don't even know what i'm curious about i cannot really think straight um who's buffalo got again number 19 wisconsin okay game of interest by name only but not because i think that it'll be a good game but yeah it's not gonna be a good game Uh, i was curious if uh 
how what the Buffalo offense is going to look like, but they're probably not. Gonna, we're not going to have a good gauge of what they're going to look like after Wisconsin. Do we have any expectation for Kent State? Any at all? No. 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 They have nothing coming back. Will it be would it be a good game if the final score was fifty six to fourteen? Good game for who? The betters? Like if they beat the over or under or what? No, just like us For looking Kent at State, Kent State. State, yeah. If that's the final score, yeah, sure, they got gassed a lot on defense. Mm-hmm. However, mustered up two touchdowns. No, because if UCF only scores 56 points, then they all they definitely put in their subs in like the second quarter, like late in the second quarter. Because UCF's going to be that much better than Kent State. If they I, if UCF is like only in the 40s in the fourth quarter, it's because they've been playing with their second string or third string offensive. Yeah, I tend to agree. Uh, any result here is good for Kent State because they're gonna get paid a gazillion dollars, and that's why they do it. Is right. it a gazillion? Like, how, like how much is UCF actually paying Kent State here? I know. UCF is, yes, Power 5. But yes, this is their first time ever being a Power 5 school. I don't know if... I don't know what the agreement is, you know, for uh, this kind of trip. I don't know what that's supposed to look like. That's actually a good point. I I wonder if... um... Saying I don't know over and over is a good point. I agree. Let's see if they have a payday here. I'll keep looking. You move on. Okay, we'll do that. Um, Toledo at Illinois. Vibes, you know, vibes based alone. This is one of the games I'm actually going to pay attention to and might actually flip to if the game's convenient for me to watch at the time. I might have some plans. Uh, Illinois has a lot of people's attention because of their defense. They've they graduate a lot of quality players into the NFL to have, you know, quality starts to their career. Toledo, of course, is the the Mac Darling, the one that, you know, okay, Toledo should be good, blah, blah, blah. We've had this conversation for, you know, we've this is our 80th episode, well, the 80th of this podcast, technically. Uh, let's say we've kind of had these same conversations about Toledo in about, mm, I don't know, all 80 episodes, so I don't think I need to repeat myself on that. But let's just say Toledo beats Illinois. They get into the top 25. How good of that would that be for the entire conference? And how much of that really would not matter to the rest of the conference? If um, if Toledo wins... Okay, so if Toledo wins by like more than like a very marginal, like a very close score... It doesn't look like it would probably give you that message that Illinois isn't like that much of a big deal of a win, but maybe maybe I'm overthinking it. Um, I think a close win for Toledo in a night game is the best possible outcome, and it like you know if, so if that's a close game late, more more eyes go to it, even though it's Big Ten Network right or whatever. So, um, 
Illinois is the type of team that in recent years has played down to MAC teams, and maybe it, maybe it wouldn't be playing down this year because Toledo's supposed to be good. Illinois is also supposed to be at least solid. Um, but I don't know that it changes like the broader understanding of what the MAC is this year if Toledo performs well against Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it changes that baseline. I think what changes it is if Toledo enters the MAC championship game at like, was it like if they're like 11 and one at that point, and they're ranked or something like that. And even then if they're 11 and one, they're still probably not ranked. So um, that it has, it t- it's going to take a lot more than a win over Illinois um, to change like the understanding of like where the MAC is this year. I mean, Toledo does have some like, some uh top 25 votes they're not in the top 25 yet but my theory is that like a, a win over illinois should at least get you to 26 you know with receiving votes maybe i don't know maybe yeah, I'm but they'll, yeah they'll get they'll get leap they'll get leapfrogged if uh their other teams have strong wins because like until unless toledo beats Illinois, and then also, you know, starts off like seven, eight, no. Then maybe they'll they'll probably broach the top twenty five, unless like just there's a landslide of crap from the, the top end or from the bottom end of the top twenty five would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I think the perception of the conference only changes if one team is really, really killing it. Uh, but you usually need like a couple teams doing it. So I think if Toledo were to beat Illinois by any margin, it would just be like, well, yeah, they're the best team in the MAC. We know they're very good. They're far and away the best team in the MAC. Um, the MAC does this all the time. It's kind of a victim of its own success there. Um, it would be a highly regarded win, but I think it would be centered mostly on like what it means about Toledo, uh, not about the conference. Um, Nine hundred thousand dollars, by the way, Kent State receiving from UCF. That's a good payday. provided a hurricane that's a, that's doesn't a good uh, run through the area over the weekend. Okay. Toledo's last Power 5 win was if you count BYU it was the 2019 season. If you don't count BYU I think you have to go back to that Arkansas win. 2015? I believe that's correct. I think that yes. was the same. 2015 win over Arkansas in Little Rock. Little Rock. That was... I want to say that was the same day Eastern won in Wyoming, which was which snapped like its uh, long-standing losing streak of non-conference road losses. Yeah, 48-29 EMU over Wyoming. Other scores that day, Ohio beats Marshall 21-10. to Oklahoma and Tennessee play two double overtime. That was an exciting day. Uh, Georgia Southern beat the brakes off of Western Michigan. That was the Matt Breida game. You might as well give me the rest of the scores for that day, just... Auburn needed overtime to beat Jacksonville State. Uh, Missouri outlasted Arkansas State by just seven points. Um, Mac only. I don't, Akron, I don't care about all of them. 
Akron hung tough against Pittsburgh, 24-7. Bowling Green beat Maryland. You guys all remember mm-hmm. that game, the Matt mm-hmm. Johnson Matt game. Johnson. Uh, Miami lost 58 to nothing to Wisconsin. And Kent State beat Delaware State by a lot. Oh, UMass lost to Colorado. I think technically a MAC member at that point. The only so other, uh, the only other game of this weekend that, uh, un- unless we have more to say about for the other ones, but the only other game that I really, honestly, will exhaust any time watching, especially with how much hype has been built up in this one, is of course uh, Miami at Miami. I mean, aside from the obvious, uh, it should be actually a really good game. For reasons that Justin, that you know, you know, I've, I've already talked about, but big Brett Gabbert believers on this here podcast. Yeah, I do love that he added some fuel to the fire in the press conference. Mm-hmm. So much fuel that a Miami diss track was dealt out. Did you guys see it? I scrolled past it. I, I don't. I, I didn't want to watch it before this podcast. I really should have. Uh, but it's no, smart. I it's super dumb. No, I didn't. I didn't watch Grim Shady do his thing. <laughs> Is that the first time a a, a non Mac team has put out a this this video or anything similar to that, like? Has the Mac ever been able to generate like bulletin board material in the upward direction? Uh, like that? Not, uh, not like that. Not that I can think of. Not that I can ever remember. Like I'm sure the first time Michigan State played Central Michigan after CMU beat them um, in East Lansing, like I'm sure that was pretty like hype, I guess, but like can't think of anything else. Yeah, and we're more of a certain age. should do this, by the way. We're of a certain age where, like, really fun t-shirts were, like, not really as popular to be sold around um, with, like, funny jokes, like, punching at other teams. So um, if those ever existed against the Mac from other conferences, uh, I haven't seen it. Because I'm too, I'm a little too young. Even though we're, I'm 31, I had to be reminded of that. I think all Mac schools should go into press conferences in week one and talk shit about the other schools. Just cut promos like WWE. This should, this should be their thing, like mm-hmm. constantly. Just raise the collective profile of the conference by talking all the shit you cannot possibly back up. And then when one team actually backs it up, they become legends. Yeah, you can't lose. I think Thomas Hammock should send like the youngest freshman he has out there to answer questions about Matt Ryan and pretend like he's never heard of him to drive home the point that that's the last time Boston College was good. Hey, man, they had a Heisman Trophy finalist when they were like seven and six. Y'all remember Andre Williams? I do. Of course. Stud. 
Ball State should um, approach the podium and call Kentucky Louisville as many times as possible. Ooh, Jesus! Well, that's just gr- that's oh just my gross. Goodness. Yeah, and just that's what I'm saying. Just We're want, trying to get trying to get nasty here. Just answer like every question with a f- whole bite of Papa John's pizza in your mouth. Jim McElwain should approach the podium and say that they always saw themselves as the youngest brother to Michigan State's middle brother <laughs> to Michigan's older brother. That that was confusing to hear. I I I almost yeah yeah. You know what? That I agree with you. That was so confusing. I agree with you. They should. Yeah, you follow now though, right? That's the point. That's why it's a deep burn. Is that they'll be like, okay, that sounds silly. Like, hey, wait, hey, wait a minute. Hold up, wait. I've been bamboozled. Schmeckeldorf, even. That's not even a word, and I agree with you. Uh, Bowling Green at Liberty is a game I don't want to see at all. Guys, do you want to see that at all? Will Bowling Green reach six wins, and will that start with a win over Liberty? Because I think not. Why? I don't know. Just Jamie Chatwell. That's the only thing I'm 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 banking on right now. Yeah, I mean, it is his first game, so I guess if there's some silliness that could happen, like, now's the time, but... No, probably not. No to both questions. We're going to get like a 15 to 11 final score to that game. Guys, let's close this up. Oh, no. Bowling Green cannot play defense (laughs) to to hold the score that low. If that happens, I will be surprised. To say the least. Uh, Guys, let's close this up uh, going around the horn. Uh, Let's give, you know, we weren't able to record last week. Damn weather. Uh, let's give one prediction, one take, one something as we enter week one, as we enter the season. Maybe a prediction, maybe a take, maybe a note, maybe something you want to see, maybe something you expect, maybe a player that you think will step up. Any note that comes to mind, what's exciting you or what are you looking forward to? This season, I'll start. Uh, I'm, re- you know what, and I'm just gonna start with. Uh, remember what Rocky Lombardi said? How he is in grade 19. What the hell does that look like in the max stage with him? You know, when healthy, like we said, we love him. This is a Rocky Lombardi show. This podcast is. We love him so much, and if he just goes berserk. If he plays like the grown ass man that he says he is, which he is, I'm all in for a big season out of him. I'm all in for a big season out of him. And that's a healthy season, a healthy 12, 13, 14, however many games out of Rocky Lombardi. That's that's a good season that I want to see. I will say uh, Kent State is more likely to win zero games than win two that's brutal (laughs) it's honest though for the sake of your prediction it's probably a good thing that they don't have long island on their schedule right like ohio does this week best logo in sports they have central connecticut um and so for kent state you're basically hoping 
that Akron and Bowling Green are really bad. Otherwise, you're in trouble. I think uh, I think Akron and Temples can be the, the most exciting in a, like a non-expected way game of uh, week one. Thank you. Yeah. I think we're going to get Alex, fireworks. Like absolute Alex fireworks. here put it on his will not watch. <laughs> Temple. Temple in Akron. It's going to be beautiful. Beautiful chaos. Like the, like the Mac East game that we didn't want back. It's back. It'll be like, nobody scores in the first quarter. Both teams combined for 56 points in the second quarter. 12 fumbles each. Everybody fumbles in the th- all third quarter, and then they just go for a shootout in the fourth. It'll be beautiful. Who knows? Let's get weird. Each team fumbles out of the back of the end zone at least once. Two couples got divorced in the stands just from dealing with it. Somebody kicks a punt backwards out of the end zone. Straight up and back up through the field goal post. Do you think one of those house divided t-shirts exists for Akron and Temple? <laughs> I'm sure somebody has it on their bumper sticker, like on the bumper of their car. If anybody ever sees that, send that picture to me immediately. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite.